Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author and book devourer Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant, filmmaker and e-reader. This episode, we're taking off another box from the 2021 Reading Glasses, Glasses, Glasses Challenge, showing love <laughs> for a library. Wow, that's an inside joke that if you haven't listened to another episode, I'm sorry. Uh, showing love for a library <laughs> or a bookstore. But first... What are you reading, Bria? I listened to a fantastic audiobook called... You'll Never Believe What Happened to, L- to Lacey, Crazy Stories About Racism by Amber Ruffin and Lacey Lamar. Um, you might know Amber Ruffin. Amber she- Ruffin has that show, She's right? a late night show. Yeah, and she's very funny and always dressed very well. I love her outfits on her late night show. But this is just, I listened to the audiobook and it's them reading it and they're very funny. Um, Amber Ruffin may be the funniest person who's ever lived, and it's just these stories about her sister who lives in Omaha, who also is on the audiobook, um, uh, and and about how the crazy shit that happens to her living in Nebraska. And the the title has a lot of truth in it. You'll never believe what happened to Lacey is like exactly basically how every story should start because you're like, what? Um, but it's stuff like, you know, uh, like a donut shop that like wouldn't give her donuts, uh, to like, you know, uh, stories, uh, um, of, of, of people saying, oh, you look just like this other, uh, uh, black woman I know. And it, she looks nothing like her or just like very, very actually kind of scary stories. So it kind of like runs the gamut, but it is just like for a book that's about racism, <laughs> Uh, it is a really, they're so funny and interesting, but it's also like quite insightful. So it is just like the perfect audiobook to read. I cannot recommend it enough. I think this will be one of my favorite books of the year. Um, what are you reading, Mallory? Uh, I am reading a book, uh, that I have had on my TBR pile for a while. I pre-ordered it and then like, because I mean, in the past couple of months we moved and like a bunch of stuff has been going on. I just haven't, hadn't got to it, but I, it's, been highly anticipated for me. Uh, it's What Big Teeth by Rose Zabo. Ah, it's on my list too. If I just, when I describe it to you, you're going to be like, oh my God, this book was made for Mallory because it's basically like the Adams family mixed with We Have Always Lived in the Castle Ooh. by Shirley Jackson. <laughs> um, and it is, but it's also, it's very different than what you expect. It's much more Shirley Jackson in tone than the Adams family. Cause it's about this girl named Eleanor and she's been away at boarding school for a really long time. And all of a sudden one day she does something very bad at boarding school and she realizes that she should flee back home. And, she, but she realizes that she doesn't even really remember what her family's like. And she, uh, her family lives in this giant spooky old house on the coast of Maine. And she gets there and she's like, oh, that's right. My whole family is full of monsters. Like half of the family's uh. werewolves. Um, everybody in her family has some sort of like either monstrous magical trait or they are a monster. Um, and it's her sort of deal- dealing with coming back to her family. And it's, it's basically a whole book that is about um, trying to c- coming back from you know, being at school or traveling or, and seeing your family in a different light and realizing that maybe they're not the best people. And, but what's interesting about it is that when I say the Adams family, one of the hallmarks of the Adams family is that they all love each other a lot and they all support each other. I will give you a fair warning. Everybody in this book 
sucks. <laughs> you don't. They, these are definitely unlikable characters, but they're kind of all unlikable in the same in, in different ways. It's the sort of book where you're like, if you could tell if it was written from the perspective of anybody else, like every everything would shift because everyone has their own reasons for doing things. And I think the author Zabo has done a really great job of uh, sort of showing what complicated, dysfunctional, almost abusive families are like because everybody is their own hero in their own mind. Um, and it's so it's, it's, it's obviously, it sounds very genre-y, but it's for, for, it's very literary in way in the, in the way that it's first and foremost, a family drama. And there's a lot of drama between all the different family members. There's a big mystery that, uh, you're one that, that you're trying to untangle the whole time. Um, but final thing I will say, it's great for like people who want to read spooky things, but don't, not scary. This is not a scary book at all, but it's very spooky. Like obviously mm. it's got the spooky house and monsters and like werewolf people and uh, mo- like all, all sorts of spooky adjacent things. It's a very good thing for people who are spooky adjacent. Oh, love um, it. But I am very, very much enjoying it. Very much in my wheelhouse. Very not what I expected. Uh, so that's What Big Teeth by Rose, Rose Zabo. And I'm reading You'll Never Believe What Happened to Lacey, Crazy Stories About Racism by Amber Ruffin and Lacey Lamar. So we want to take a moment to share some listener feedback. River writes in, I just listened to your episode about ASMR and soundscapes, and I want to tell you about a thing I did in college that helped me concentrate, possibly a hot book dip. A small... Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a horny cat. <laughs> it did sound like a horny cat in a, car- in a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> like in an alleyway when yeah. like a cat sees another, like a yeah, sexy wow, girl wow. cat that like has big lips and boobs for some reason (laughs) and long eyelashes (laughs) yeah Uh, so River says, I used to listen to a meditation app while studying and I chose one specific track that I would only listen to while I studied. By doing this, I managed to train my brain that this one track equals time to study. So just by putting the track on, I was able to get myself almost instantly into the studying headspace, <laughs> kind of Pavlovian. I personally go to the thunderstorms, crackling fire compost this day, these days, or I listen to the lo-fi channel on Spotify or YouTube. That's interesting. Imagine having like the book sound. The book sound. Now you know it's time to read. It's time for reading. Your brain's like, ah, book book time. This is a really good, this would be good for maybe people who have trouble concentrating or they live in a home that's very loud. Like mm-hmm. I, I would definitely be interested to hear from people who, um, who try this out and see if they can train their brain. I'm going to say this is a hot book tip. It's not, it's not a, it, you know, it's not like a low key hot book tip. It is a hot book tip. I think you can get the noise. Wow, wow, hot book tip. Wow, All right, Brandy wrote in and said, uh, just finished listening to your episode about what to do when a book lets you down. You asked for anyone who had to put down a book and then gave it another try only to enjoy it a different at a different season in your life. This happened to me with Wicked by Gregory Maguire. It's a good book. I wanted to love so badly to love Wicked. It ticked off so many of my wheelhouse categories. I attempted to read this book, no exaggeration, six times. I got, that's a lot of times. I got a little bit farther each time and still got bored and put it down. It finally clicked on the magical seventh try. I don't know why, what changed, but I absolutely fell in love. I now list it as one of my favorite books. I even reread it for the reading, I even reread it for the reading challenge last year. Wow. Um, guess that's seven, seventh, you know what they say? Seven, seven times, times the, charm. the charm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is say. so interesting though. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I, we've been we've been getting a lot of feedback from folks who say that they do the same thing that there there's been books where they've uh, thought they didn't like it and then tried to reread it at a different time and we're like what I love this book how yeah. did I not love this before yeah uh, so um, uh, Brandy's Wheelhouse which is a work in progress is Ozian Wonderland and Greek myth retelling wow so no wonder you loved uh, Wicked uh, witchcraft. Learning to use powers the characters character just learned they have. Strong females. Boarding schools. We know. Everyone loves a boarding school. Magical realism. Queer Stick romance. Stick those kids in a school. <laughs> characters over 40. True crime. And heard about it on RG. Whoa, I'm here for that category. That's very <laughs> Love good. It. Oh, and Brandy also sent a, a picture of uh, of them reading in uh, on an indoor reading hammock, which we can post to our Instagram. That's very cute. Yes. So, and then we have a couple of bookmarks. Uh, no, folks, we did not forget about them, um, but we had to par, uh, delay a couple of our live events because Miss Bria Grant is in is down in the south, uh, shooting a movie. I am. So. I am. I don't. We and I just don't have time at the moment. But I will have time, and we'll do. I'll be back in August, and we'll do some of our live yes. events. Yeah. So uh, in August, we're going to do the Erotica Book Club. We're, we're going to announce a date closer once we know um because I'm also I, I'm going going away in August and I'm recording my audiobook in August. So a lot of stuff going on, but we will be fitting an erotica book club and a readathon somewhere in there. Um just a just a heads up for everyone. Also bookmark for me I wanted to remind folks that my book Girly Drinks is available for pre-order. Uh if you are interested in reading the history of women drinking, if you are a uh, foodie, a uh, a wide nerd, uh women's history nerd, um any kind of a history buff, uh if you love Lady from the Black Lagoon, um yes there will be footnotes, yes there will be pictures, yes I'm reading the my own audiobook, but you can pre-order it now. Uh if you listen to the show, you know how important pre-ordering is um for authors. So if you are interested, also you can ask your li- I I've seen some people already ask their libraries to buy it, which I appreciate and that's something they can you can do for free mm-hmm. uh right now. So thank you very much for that. And also so. uh thanks Shout out to everyone. People have been buying that merch, that new merch. So thank you so oh much my God, yes. for buying all the merch. Uh, the We're doing a partnership with Void Merch right now, and people are buying it, and it is so exciting, and we love that y'all love it. Thank you for purchasing. People have already gotten some of their things and have sent us pictures and tagged us in photos of them wearing the T-shirts. Uh, the person who bought the pillow that said libraries are awesome posted oh. it, and it looks amazing. Oh, we got to repost uh, yeah. those on the Instagram. Yeah, they're really, really cool. We're really, really happy. People seem really happy with them. You want to check them out. There's a link in the show notes. Um, We're so excited about our new merch. Uh, So you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com if you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month. You can sign up for our newsletter. There's a link in the show notes. And before we talk about showing love for a library or bookstore, we're going to take a quick break. Mallory, do you take vitamins? I do take vitamins. Do you think they're an important part of your your daily health goals? They sure are. Well, have you heard of Care of? Because it's pretty great. Yeah, so Care of are personalized vitamin packs. They're absolutely amazing. If you're one of those people that you get up and you're like, oh, I hate having to open like five vitamin bottles and put them all out. These are amazing. They're all in one. Uh, and what's extra cool about them is so Care of is in-depth online quiz, ask you questions about your diet, lifestyle, health concerns. And so you get vitamins that are matched with you to help address your specific wellness goals. Your recommendations come in daily, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into or starting a routine. 
And all of Caro's products are formulated with good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. And we all know we love taking an online quiz. We do love an online quiz and we love science. We love supporting science. We believe in science on this show and vitamins are so good for you. So for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code GLASSES50. Takecareof.com, enter code GLASSES50. You, all you got to do is take the quick little online quiz. We all love online quizzes. We all love things that are personalized for ourselves. And they'll ship you a box of vitamin packets every month. It's so easy. It's so cute. It's a great way uh, to start a new wellness routine. So that's 50% off your first care of order by going to takecareof.com and enter code GLASSES50. Class is 50. Class is 50. One, two, one, two, three, five. Hi, everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. We're both doctors and... Nope, just me. Okay, well, Sydney's a doctor and I'm a medical enthusiast and we create Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. Every week I dig through the annals of medical history to bring you the wildest, grossest, sometimes dumbest tales of ways we've tried to treat people throughout history. Now, lately we do a lot of modern fake medicine because everything's a disaster, but it's slightly less of a disaster every Friday right here on MaximumFun.org as we bring you Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. And remember, don't drill a hole in your head. This week, we're ticking off another box on the 2021 Reading Glasses, Glasses, Glasses Challenge. (laughs) Show some love for a library or bookstore. You all know how much we love libraries and bookstores, and now it's time to show it. So we wanted to put this on the list of actions for the 2021 challenge because as readers, one, it's nice to know where the nearest bookish hub is. That might be your branch of the library or your local bookstore. Knowing where your nearest bookish place can really connect you to the local reader community and bookish events that are going to be happening around you. And it's fucking great. Um, so if you, so I, I want to talk a little bit about um, how the pandemic affected bookstores. Obviously, it affected them in a big way. Um you know, they're already being affected from years and years of Amazon. And then, boom, there's a fucking pandemic. Um, and during the pandemic, we lost at least one independent bookstore a week. Um, those are That's horrible. That's very sad. Um, but there's actually a great article, which I'm going to link to, about how bookshop.org helped com- combat that during the pandemic. And um, some stores were able to keep their lights on with bookshop.org's help, which is cool. I and, mean, you know, we always plug bookshop.org. Um, and we know many of them pivoted to drive up services and putting their events online. Some got grants and donations, which is awesome. Because, like, as we talked about on the show, books stores are businesses, yes, but they're also these community hubs, like my, like, like Mallory just said. Um, and same for libraries. Many of you started drive-up services and put their programs online as well, um, which were used a lot. This was very important during the pandemic. For example, the Berkeley, Berkeley Public Library saw a 50% increase in its online usage of all of its catalogs. Like, things were getting used online. Um, so these places are just really important wow. to communities, uh, both online and in person. Well, and we also want to shout out to all the booksellers and librarians and library workers out there because they went through the ringer during the pandemic. They were pushed to the limit, asked to do even more with even less with uh, not a lot of help from the government. Um, A lot of people who really wanted them to open and when it was very dangerous to do so. And um, a lot of these people risk their literally risk their lives to bring you books and community resources and their their heroes. So 
thank you, thank you, thank you from us. Uh, another reason why we wanted to do uh, put this on the this year's challenge. Um, all right, so let's talk about all the different ways that you can fulfill this part of the challenge because it seems pretty vague. Show some love for a Show library or bookstore. Yeah. How do you do that? Yeah, so obviously social media, posting on social media, whatever social media you choose to use, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, Blubber, Slimy. TikTok, Snapchat. Snake, snake Eyes. I'm just naming names. Snake I don't know. If these, is these that are for snakes? <laughs> <laughs> Social media for snakes. <laughs> snake Eyes. Um, yes. Uh, whatever you want to choose. Um, and and post about how much you love your local library or favorite bookstore. Um, I love this. I follow some libraries. I follow some bookstores. You can always just repost their cool photos because they're taking photos of things that they like. Um, it's always great to just make some people aware of a bookstore or a library branch that they didn't know about or you just want to support. Um, and it doesn't have to be your local place. Like, like shout out to one. Um, my aunt literally right before we started writing this, uh, doing this, um, uh, texted me and was like, I heard, I heard you're in New Orleans. Um, here, uh, are my favorite bookstores, which I thought was so nice. Uh, that, listen, I think that if she's doing the reading glasses challenge, that fulfills it. Cause she just shouted out a bookstore to someone who's visiting, which I think is very cute. But, um, yeah, shout oh, out, yeah, shout your aunt's, out. Your aunt's on, on her way to the reading glasses challenge. On her way. Uh, but yeah, social media, social media shout outs. I think it's great. Yeah, I support a few different indie bookstores all over the country that I love. Uh, I've talked a bunch on the show about Book Moon that is co-owned by Kelly Link and her husband um, in Western Massachusetts. I forget the exact town that they're in. I think it's East Hampton. Amazing bookstore. I've never even gotten to go there, um, but I, I it's an amazing store. I've ordered books from them before. Um and now um, the town, the tiny mountain town that I moved to does not have an indie bookstore. Mm-hmm. It has like, a, I think it has a used bookstore in, in the center that's called like Bubba's Books or something. <laughs> um, it's, ama- it's amazing, but it's you not like make a store that's- Can you make friends with Bubba? <laughs> yeah. Well, now that I'm vaccinated, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. Um, but yeah, we don't have like an indie bookstore that sells new books. Um, so I still support my uh, my local indie Skylight Books um, back in Los Angeles. I adore them. Um, they I've done so many events with them over the years. I bought so many books from them. I just bought books from them recently. I was, I'm also going to be checking out Cellar Door Books, um, which is an indie bookstore. It's the, really the closest one and it's an hour away. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but the, the cool thing is most independent bookstores ship. So you can order bookstores from countries from, you can order books from bookstores all over the country in the world and you can, um, Shop so it, does, it doesn't matter. You can, you, it could be any bookstore. It does not have to be your local indie. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. You say that. So about the events, I mean, a good way to do this would be to boost an event too. Like you see an event. Oh yeah. That's at a, a great bookstore. idea. They're doing a lot of events online still, or bookstores are, are like putting them on their websites, um, or libraries as well. Like boosting those events is great. Cause then you can support an author and a book at the same or a bookstore at the same time or a library. And, uh, for, for bookstores, you can review them. This, that counts as showing love. You know, leave them a kind r- review on something like Yelp. Um, I mean, it's the same thing what we always talk about why it's good for uh, listeners to review us is, you know, maybe someone who's visiting the town looks up bookstores and they see, oh, wow, this bookstore is a thousand reviews. People mm-hmm. must really like it. And they they go there and check it out. It's really, really helpful for bookstores. Yeah, you can review 
anything on Yelp. So you can review a library <laughs> too. You can review an airport on Yelp. You can re- there's some great reviews on Yelp, but oh you can God. also review your LAX, local library. LAX one star. You can review most any place. Um, uh, my brother writes really funny Yelp reviews of places that you wouldn't expect people to review. Uh, but you can review a library too. So feel free to do that. That's a great way to shout out your local your your local bookstore or a library or one you're visiting. And for libraries, you can show your love in a lot of ways. I mean, you can review them on Yelp. Um, I would, oh my God, I'm going to, I'm going to read some Yelp reviews of libraries after this. I'm very interested. Um, But for libraries, I mean, you can send, do it publicly or privately. You can send them an email about how much you appreciate the work that they do. You can tweet uh, or post about your local branch. Uh, If you go to physically check out books, because there's a lot of places that are, you know, opening now, my local library, um, is open and when I go to pick up my books I can go inside and go pick them up um you can thank your librarian you know just when you're going to check out a book just say hey thanks so much for all the work that you do it really means a lot to me um you know again they've been libraries and librarians have been sorely pressed during the pandemic and showing them some appreciation really goes a long way you know you never know when you might be making someone's day when they've had a stressful or hard day and hearing that the um the people they do their work for appreciate it means a lot um again also goes for indie bookstores just you know thanking someone in person always counts um so Bria what are you planning to do for this challenge here's what people on Yelp write for libraries they're like too quiet because <laughs> people on Yelp no, are such asshole. <laughs> assholes um, uh, what am I doing for this challenge uh, well I feel like I, I we plug a lot during the podcast so I feel like that uh, that does help I feel like I plug libraries a lot I feel like I plug bookstores uh, but I do plan on doing some kind of social media shout out of LAPL who helps me every week with books so check my show social media I, I feel like what I want to do is actually Talk about how you can get them on, get books online. Because I think there's so many people who still don't know. Like, people are like, you can get books oh, online yeah. from the library. And, like, I feel like maybe that should be my mission. Is My mission in life is to let people know that that is a possibility. When people find out about Live Your Overdrive, they are, their minds are blown. Yeah, They're like, I know, yeah. I need to do that. Especially that the audiobook thing. They yeah. are like, you can get free audiobooks yeah. through Libby. The and book I online. listened to oh, yeah. this week was from Libby. Oh, yeah. Incredible. What about you, Mallory? Uh, so I tweeted about Skylight Books on Indie Bookstore Day in April, uh, one of my favorite days of the year. Um, and because now I live up in this tiny mountain town, um, I could not go to a, an indie bookstore in person. Uh, so I posted, I, I ordered uh, a bunch of books from Skylight Books online, uh, and then I posted all the books that I got there. And I always tag Skylight Books in the post um, so people can hopefully find them. Um, and I fucking love skylight books i used to be able to walk there i kind of missed that um but yeah just um i mean one it was nice to talk about the books that i i was um i was getting and hopefully people are like "Ooh, that book looks good but my hope is that some maybe somebody in la who doesn't like isn't super connected to all the bookstores sees that and goes oh cool bookstore i should check it out or Mm -hmm. or or, ooh, um my my hope is that because there's a lot of people in the world and in this country that um like me now that don't have a local indie bookstore and don't really don't even realize that oh i can still support indie bookstores just not like i can find the nearest one to me and they even if it's an hour away they can ship them um it's my my hope is that my posts like that make people realize that that's something that they can do um it's 
because, you know, during the pandemic now, so many folks were like, oh, well, I can't go to bookstores. I can just order them online. But you can also order them online from the bookstore. It's totally true. That's totally true. Also, um, I think think of like using hashtags in this situation. I would never be like, use a hashtag. But in this situation, that is going to bu- like bump your boost a little bit more. Like using a hashtag like bookstore love or, a loss- or a library love if you're doing this on social media. That kind of stuff does actually help at the end of the day. Should we make our own hashtag for this? Like either Reading Glasses Loves Bookstores or Reading Glasses Loves Libraries. Oh, that's good. Reading Glasses, this is a very long hashtag. No, 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 no. Like if you're doing bookstore, you say Reading Glasses Loves Bookstores. No, I know, I know. It's still long, it's still long. Reading Glasses is just such a long, it's such a long hashtag. But yes, Reading Glasses Loves Bookstores or Reading Glasses Loves Libraries. I love that. You do RG Loves Bookstores or RG Loves Libraries. Yeah, that's good. Let's do that. Let's do that. We're deciding this on the okay. air. All right, we're doing this right now. RG loves libraries. RG loves bookstores, depending on what you're doing. If you're going to post about it, again, you can also just do it in person. Or you can send an email. You can even call them. You can call your library and say, hey, I, I appreciate you. And that that totally counts. And tag uh, us so if you, you do s- it. And tag us if you do it on Instagram because we can repost. We can only repost if you actually tag us in the photo um, or in the post. So make sure you tag us somewhere and then we can just do a repost. Yeah. Send your thoughts to Reading Glasses Podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear about all the libraries and bookstores you love. Um, but before we answer our reader question, we're going to take a quick break. It's 2021, and we're talking about our mental health, and that's why we're excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions. They'll match you with a therapist in under 48 hours, and it's so easy to change therapists if you need to do so. Yeah. Mallory and I love therapy, and you don't need a traumatic event to benefit from therapy. You can talk to your therapist about anything, about your love life, about your friendships, about your work life. Maybe you're feeling anxious. Maybe you're feeling stressed. Maybe you're, maybe, maybe you're depressed. You can talk to a therapist about this, and they're going to give you some help. They're going to give you some tools to cope and make life just a little bit easier. So when the pandemic started, my therapist and I, who I have been seeing for, oh my God, I think almost six years, um, which is a very long time. Uh, we, we were, we, instead of doing in-person sessions, we started doing sessions over the phone and over FaceTime. And I initially was a little concerned, like I had no idea how therapy over the phone or FaceTime was going to work. And it's been awesome. We've been doing it for the past year and a half. Uh, I have therapy every two weeks and it's, great it's super convenient it's awesome i used to have to drive really far to go to go see him but now we just facetime in my office for for 50 minutes and it's great it helps me manage my anxiety we have short-term goals and long-term goals and things that we work on and it's fantastic it's been i mean it's honestly one of the best things i've ever done with myself i always try to tell people that going to therapy is sort of like going to the gym but for your brain Mm -hmm. you know it's not anything it's not like a huge one big change it's just like something that you work into your routine that makes you better plus better help is more affordable than in-person therapy so see if it's for you and this podcast is obviously sponsored by BetterHelp, and Reading Glasses listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash glasses. So that's Better H-E-L-P, Better H-E-L-P.com slash glasses. And remember, listeners get 10% off your first month. So go to BetterHelp.com with a P slash glasses and check it out now. Glasses. Glasses. 
Does our podcast deep dive into the weirdest Wikipedia pages we can find? Yes. Do we learn about scam artists, remote islands, horrible mascots, beautiful diseases, and mythical monsters? Yes, 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 absolutely, and yes. Do we retain any of this knowledge? Eh, probably not. I'm Emily Heller. I'm Lisa Hannawalt. We make art and comedy and TV shows and also the podcast Baby Geniuses. For the past eight years, we've been trying to learn new things about the world and each other every episode. But let's be honest, this podcast is mostly about two friends hanging out, shooting the breeze, and making each other laugh. We're horny, we like gardening and horses, and we get real stupid on here. But like, in a smart way. Yeah. Join us every other week on Maximum Fun. Baby Geniuses, tell us something we don't know. Now let's answer a recommendation request and a bookish question from one of our listeners. Rhonda writes in, Mallory, I love that you and your significant others sometimes read the same books. My husband and I have completely different reading interests. He's into comics, mainly superheroes and anime, fantasy and sci-fi, and I like memoirs, essays, self-help, and literary fiction. Lately, we've gotten into the habit of reading in bed at night. I feel like it's quiet bonding time for us to read side by side, but we'd love to try reading something together for once. Do you recommend anything that might touch on both of our interests? We're both open-minded and willing to try something slightly out of our comfort zones for the sake of the cause. P.S. When sharing a book, do you usually take turns reading out loud, reading silently at the same time, reading at completely different times than discuss later, etc.? Well, first off, Bria, what should Rhonda and her husband read? My suggestion is How to Live Safely in a Science Fictional Universe by Charles Yu. Because it's kind of like part memoir, part sci-fi, but like all the feels of a person who hasn't done anything with 39 years of their life. And it's literary fiction enough for you to like it, but I think it has enough of, it's accessible enough to where I think your husband will like all the sci-fi shit in there. So that's what I think. I love Charles Yu. I love this book. And it it kind of crosses a few genres. Um, So I think it could be a good a good um, choice for the both of you. Uh, what do you think that Rhonda and her husband should read? Uh, well, first off, I want to say, what a dreamy relationship. It's oh, so, yeah. Like, we, I, I think it's nice that after we, because we get all these like bookish dating horror stories about like awful, awful dudes. And it's so nice to see that Rhonda's husband's like, no, babe. Let's read a book. Let's we both read like. together. Ooh, oh, nothing so sexier dreamy. than that. So, <laughs> and it's so nice that they're both like willing to get out of their comfort zones to like mm-hmm. find something that they can both read. Love this. Um, so Bria, like you, I think some genre crossover is in order. Um, yeah. Needs something that's some sort of like literary fiction mashed with fantasy or sci-fi. Um, there's a ton of crossover books that would appeal to both of you. Um, and for, my first thought was maybe some Mike Chen is in order for this, like beginning at the end, kind of, because um, it's 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 definitely sci-fi, but it's more literary in the way it's just like very character focused. Mm, yeah, I can think it could work. Yeah, um, but also I was doing some research for this episode, and I there's a book called The Old Drift by uh, Namwali Serpel that is very literary, but also very sci-fi. I actually really want to read this book, and Bria, I think you should read it too. Uh, it's called. Yeah. It's about these. Three Zambian families um, who become interconnected, um, like oh, there's a series of events that ends up connecting all these families. And it's about all these generations of this family as they're moving into this strange sci-fi future. So there's all, all these like sci-fi things that are happening, um, but it's also like a family drama. And I think it would satisfy both Rhonda and her husband. It's a, um, it's a honker, so, which is why I not. Is I, it really? Yeah, I haven't read it, but it's a, it is a honker. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, 
good for talking about. Good a for book talking together. about. Good for talking about. Um, so, Bria, have you ever physically shared a book with someone? Um, no, no, thank you. Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Bria's like, don't touch my book. Don't what? Don't stay away from me. Uh, physically, no. I've used <laughs> other people's Kindles. Maybe every once in a while, like I've put actually oh. while traveling once, I had to put a book on like my mom's Kindle and borrow it. Um, I know my mom and stepdad share a Kindle slash library account because you can put your partner's that's very, book that's pretty cute. on your Kindle and you can read from them at the same time, I think. So that that is something. I have read the same book as the same time as someone. I did it recently um, with two different books with my friend Robin because she loves uh, like fantasy stuff and I read two fantasy books and um she and I read together and then we would text back and forth and it was really nice because um I it was still like kind of pandemic-y time and we didn't get to see each other but we were able to like bond over reading these books but no we were not physically like passing a book back and forth with each other breathing on it (laughs) putting our grubby fingers on the problem is like I don't have a specific reading time so I feel like for me that would be like well I'm gonna read now and they're like I'm gonna read I can't I hardly can share a tv in the same house and we have like you know like I'm like I I when I want to do something I want to do it and I do not want to be sharing that book with someone because like what if I wanted to read that book right then I would be so pissed give me that book do you do this you share the same book we have yeah Jeremy and I definitely do this um we have physically shared books well, what we do is we took turns reading out loud to one another. Ah. Um, well, but, well, hold on. So one, we, we've done it a bunch of ways. One, we have physically shared books and took turns reading out loud to one another. Um, Jeremy's really, really good at reading out loud um, and he loves doing it. And he's like one of those people that does like all the little voices. Yeah. And like, he's just like, I always tell him that he should be a narrator. For, he, he should be an audiobook narrator because he's so fucking good at it. Um, I do not like reading out loud. Um but I'll do it because he likes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do, we've been doing it every year for Halloween and like we share, we'll f- like pick out a spooky book and read spooky stories to one another. Um, this is really fun because we, what we do is we like switch off who reads what stories, like he'll read a story and then the next night I'll read a story. Um, but what we typically, when we want to read the same books, we'll read them at different times. Um, often this is, this has happened unconsensually for Jeremy like he'll be reading a book that I like and I'm like one time uh Jeremy was reading a book that I really wanted him to read and while I was watching him read it I was like I really want to read that book again so while he wasn't reading it I would pick it up and read it uh this is my Uh, fear that someone will take something while I while I'm trying to use it (laughs) well I I never like took it away from him while he was reading it um (laughs) I would hope not what do you mean is that an option (laughs) Is it an option to just walk up and take a book away from someone while they're reading it? Well, it would be like, oh, like he's in a meeting or something on Zoom and I'd like grab the book and like read for an hour. Okay, that's fine, I guess. I would make sure it like was not in a potential reading time for him. I got it. Um, okay. um, you know, it's because like you said, it's tough to coordinate schedules. Um, but the good thing is like I read very fucking fast um, and I read often. Um, so normally what we do when we read, we, we get a, because like I'd say 90% of the books that come into this house, both Jeremy and I want to read it because we have almost the same uh, uh, literary taste. I like a little bit more literary fiction than he does, and he likes more fantasy than I do. But generally, we have the same taste in books. Um, so what we do is I read the book first, and then Jeremy gets it, and then he reads it at his own pace. Um, we're actually we're doing this right now with the newest A.S. King book. I pre-ordered mm. it because we're both obsessed with A.S. King. Um, we got it. I read it. And then now he's it's on his bedside table stack. Um, 
Or sometimes what we uh, what we'll do is um, I'll want Jeremy to read a book, um, and he'll read it in a different format. Um, yeah, because he listens to a shitload of audiobooks. Um, recently, I really wanted him to read a book that I had read, and so he got it from Libro FM and listened to it and at his own pace. And it was really, really fun to talk to him about it um, afterwards. So I think the best thing to do when you're reading a book together is for each of you to read how you want, like in whatever format you want, also at your own pace. I think being being flexible keeps it fun and make sure there's no pressure. But our, it seems like Rhonda and her husband are already like fun, low pressure people. Um, so yeah, there's a bunch of different ways that, that you can do it. Uh, Rhonda, I guess it depends on if you like reading out loud, uh, if you're one of those people that likes doing it give give that a shot but try try all these different ways i would love to hear from listeners who do this um Mm -hmm. if people are like me and jeremy or like can you imagine what if someone read a reading what if somebody read but two people read a book at the exact same time like they were one person held one side and one person held the other and they were like that is too much i I mean it sounds adorable (laughs) it sounds adorable but in practice i feel like it is too complicated yeah, because you'd have to find someone who had the exact same reading speed as you. Yeah, I'm entirely too practical for this idea. I do not like it. I would. I'm like, look, give them their own book. Just give support the author. Buy the book. Give a second book. Go get the other one from the library. Turn the pages at the same time if you want. But it feels like <laughs> so much work. Yeah, well, there's there's a bunch of different ways to do it. I'm very, very intrigued. If you want us to answer your reader questions, you can send them to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. As always, we want to thank the wonderful mods who run our Facebook group and Chrissy and Rachel who moderate our Goodreads page. Remember, we have a brand new merch collaboration. Folks, this is not, this is a permanent thing. It's not like a limited, like, oh, we're doing this thing for a limited time. It is, it is always. Uh, we are so excited. There's tote bags, there's pillows, there's shirts in all different colors and, and sizes. And um, I saw a really good tip from a uh, reading glasses uh, fan on our Instagram. There's a few shirts in the store that go up to 4X. Um, if you are a plus size person and you're concerned about just like straight sizes, there are there are types of the shirts that I think, I can't remember which one it is, um, but it goes up to 4X, which is awesome. Um, there are mugs, which we're really excited about. There, you I actually already saw some reading glasses listeners who got stickers from the new merch store, laminated them and made them into bookmarks. Uh, I love that. I love that. I think we should do that when you get home and have access to the... Oh, maybe I should pick up the laminator from your house and laminate a bunch of things. Take it. You're welcome to it. Um, yeah, there's a link in the show notes. Check it out. We're so, so happy about the new merch store. And if you like the show and want to do something for us for free, you can rate us, rate and review us on iTunes. Like we were talking about in the show, it's great for us. People look at it and go, ooh, over a thousand reviews. Impressive. People must really like this show and they want to check it out. Uh, helps us reach more listeners, helps us get more advertisers. Advertisers look at it and go, oh, so many reviews. We should give this show our money. Or, we, sh- yeah, we should give the show some money and things to, to review on it. Um, so it, it's just helpful all around. Absolutely fantastic for us. Absolutely free. Uh, you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at readinggpodcast. On Instagram at readingglassespodcast. Thanks for listening and thanks, thanks for, for reading. reading.